0: we Chim- 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 What's up, jerks? Welcome back to the podcast. Thought we'd kick you an extra bonus episode today, so I hope you enjoy it. I'll just remind you, real quick, we have the Bad Christian Conference coming up in a couple of weeks. We've got tickets left to that, and the Emory, May, and Classic Crime Acoustic Show in Dallas, Texas on February the 16th, Saturday night, sponsored by the Labeled Podcast. Hope to see everybody at those events. Today's show sponsored by stamps.com. Stop going to the post office, get a four week free trial plus postage in a digital scale when you visit Stamps.com. bad hey, yeah, God showed up. I don't give a shit
1: what
2: I put in my body. You don't ever f- talk to me that way. <laughs> so if you've never done oral, then you're extra virgin.
1: No, girl, it's my flesh.
0: I, I showed my
2: dad my penis when I was 25 years old. You don't get more honest than that.
1: Three, two, one. Big Christopher and Big Christopher. Woo! All right. Yes. Extra bonus episode this week. Oh my god, I love bonus.
0: Thought we'd do an extra one. We're out on the road and everything. I've always thought it'd be cool to kick an extra episode. Like I'm fat.
1: I'm sorry, Matt. I'm interrupting you immediately, but I always thought I'm fat, and I always thought it'd be nice if people said I was just bonus. Oh, like you just like a You get bon- extra. That, how much nicer is that? <laughs> you gain a little weight, you, you have bonus. Like if you, yeah. So you bet, like
0: if you're a large person, there's more. Right.
1: But when I was a kid, it was called Husky. How horrific is that? Yeah. Husky sounds terrible, but if my, my parents would say, Hey, you're a bonus, but you still feel I got you some bonus size jeans. Once
0: you're you're <laughs> what you're saying is when you're labeled husky at an early age, you, you never lose it. Like if you've owned one pair I'm, of husky jeans, that stick stays the with you. first
1: day we went to Sky <laughs> City, and my mom went to she said, Wait, where ma'am? Um, where are your husky jeans? I have never not been husky since that
0: moment. <laughs> you're permanently husky, that's hilarious. Oh, uh, I got uh. I'm on baby watch here. We're down to less than six weeks before I have my That's first the Sunday. craziest
1: time for your wife to be pregnant. Yeah. She feels like she's just bursting, mm-hmm. and just it's unbelievable.
0: Speaking of extra and yeah, bonus. Yeah, yeah, it's very bonus. She's bonus right Good.
1: now. Good. A whole other human is yeah. serious There's, in there. Right.
0: So we're down to the last thing here, and I'm kind of nervous because it's the third kid, and two has become a nightmare.
1: Right. <laughs> well, that's what I don't understand. And so now I'm
0: going to go to three. And so I thought... Two is a nightmare for you. Yeah, two has become a nightmare because the two-year-old has be- just become a nightmare. Right, right. So she's entering what seems like hell
1: Terrible, two, for, terrible my, from my
0: point of view, and then here comes the, the new kid. All so right. I was on the playground, because I, I told this on the uh, bonus podcast that on, the BC Club members get. I'm telling you about this kind of affluent community. It's a public school that... Our kid goes to that we're apparently the poorest, dumbest people at the, at right. the school right. in Seattle there. And I was talking to a dad uh, that was picking up his daughter. It's a friend of Georgia's. Yeah. And he has three kids. And so I, he was like, you know what? Three's not actually so bad. I think you're going to be totally fine, he says. I said, really? <laughs> now, let me tell you about this guy. <laughs> he works for Facebook. Yeah. He's on six month maternity leave right now.
1: He got six months maternity leave because yeah, Yeah. he's telling me this is not
0: this is no big deal. You'll be good with three. (laughs) This guy's on six month maternity paternity leave, where he 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 turns his phone in, no work stress at all. He gets for six months. Good. Now his wife doesn't work anyway. So
1: for six months he gets paid full salary Yeah, full salary
0: He's not even allowed to use his work phone His wife didn't work anyway They have a giant house It's awesome And they have (laughs) a a 40 hour a week full time nanny What? And he says having three kids is not really hard at all all.
1: (laughs) Surprisingly easy, man
0: What are you worried about? Yeah, he told me don't worry about it (laughs)
1: <laughs> the people your children go to school with are hilarious. Uh, that's, my God, that, I mean, that's the that's my sick. What a I mean, but you know what? There really is something part of me. There's the thing, there's a side of me that goes, man, six months. Good Lord, the what about your job and all that stuff? But there's another part of me, the bigger part, that's like, that's amazing, isn't it? Like, I mean, seriously, it's, it's cool. He I'm just saying, six it's not, months. If that's Facebook his life, allows that my ad. life, though. How can Facebook? Oh, yeah,
0: they're, I mean, a I, a I think it's great. I'm just company. saying. My job does not afford no. me six months
1: paternity leave, nor can we afford... It doesn't uh, afford you six hours.
0: <laughs> I get six hours off. You don't get six hours really? off. No.
1: I mean, you're going to be lucky to not hear from us for a week, maybe. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for seriously, sure. there might be something where you're like, okay, just let me take care of something for... I mean, You know what? I'm gonna look at it the other way. It feels good to be needed. That's, yeah. <laughs> if I
0: could leave for six months and it didn't matter, I would, it wouldn't be good.
1: No. Now you're needed <laughs> nonstop. Like this is you're entering the territory of. Just you are the needed. dad for two kids, and yeah. Bridget's gonna handle the new the new 100%. baby, and that, I mean you are. That is a crazy time. I remember that when, when June was born and June was had colic and then she cried for six months straight. It was a nightmare. It was Woo. the most exhausting, horrific thing of my life.
0: Well, anyway, let's move on from that. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. <laughs> let's move on from the worst let's thing that's ever about that. to happen yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> Should be sweet. I'm excited to have a son. Yeah. But uh, So th- I think this is cool. Tell me about Marriage Supply.
1: Oh Lord!
0: So you guys know yeah. uh, the free sex podcast that is Candace and Katie. They've been yeah. they're you know bad Christian podca- you know network of a podcast. They've been on our side, Long-time friends, us. known them for a while. Yeah, and so they had a podcast called Free Sex, which they're not doing anymore. And then they started a what would you call it? A set, uh, what what do you call it? What do you say? Marriage Supply is <laughs>
1: Marriage Supply. I would say is a. Uh, it, it's the place that people want to go to when they don't want to feel like uh there's gonna be it, it, it's mar it's supplies for your marriage to spice up your your well sex I mean, it's life. like I yeah, guess yeah. it's like
0: a sex shop you know marriage supply but right. it's supplies and and Candace and Katie ran that and did that for a long time and when they stopped doing their yeah. podcast that they
1: had to kind of put that yeah. thing on pause. Well, well, the, it's interesting you say that. When you say sex shop, I feel yeah. a little uncomfortable. Exactly. I feel like wait, what what am I saying here? Is it CD? Is it weird? Is it you mm-hmm. know, and that whole idea was it shouldn't be. Yeah. Everybody wants to have a good sex life. Everybody wants to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to if you want to have sex, you want it to be good. And sometimes you just want to spice it up, you know, you've been married a long time or you want to have some fun. So I just thought it was just a great I've always thought it was a great idea to have a place you can go to. And They had a
0: ton of revenue and a business going and everything, but when they stopped making their podcast and weren't able to keep up with it, that thing just kind of got put on pause. But it was interesting because it it was really going well. Also, meanwhile, if y'all remember, I don't know what it was, six months ago or less than a year ago, we had on, uh, I can't remember what her name was, but they were from Adam and Eve. You yes. know, the, the lady came up yeah. from Adam and She's Eve. She's like a sexpert, yeah. she and, said. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and so Adam and Eve's like the biggest sex shop out right. there and everything. She came on this podcast, and when she gave, uh, she gave out a promo code during that episode, if anybody wanted to buy anything, Adam right. and Eve. right Now, lo and behold, a couple months later after that podcast aired, Adam and Eve came calling and is telling mm-hmm. us, oh my gosh, right. that promo code was huge. Can yeah. we be a sponsor of your podcast? Right. Meanwhile... Candace and Katie have this yep. marriage supply that they are not able to keep up with anymore. So right. instead of taking on Adam and Eve as a sponsor, what's the plan?
1: Well, so our thing always with Bad Christian is that you're normal. I feel, I feel like that's our almost like our brand or whatever. You, you, you think crazy thoughts. So that's normal. You want to do things. It's normal. And so— I had this idea, you know, before even I heard of free sex. I had, I was like, man, you know what would be really neat is a a, a sex shop or an online store. You can find all this stuff that didn't, that, didn't have porn, right? They didn't it. have porn, and yeah. you didn't feel like it was it was clean. A sex shop, yeah, like exactly. sex shop, was always the place where it was in the back of the local video store, right? You, you had know, to go Greece, through South the beaded curtain. Yeah, you go yeah. through the beaded curtain, <laughs> and there was porn and a couple of things on the wall. You're like, what the hell is? it? Oh my god! And you felt like I'm doing sin. Yeah. I'm I'm awful. I'm terrible, yeah. or whatever. And uh, I, we wanted, I just always had the idea. I was like, man, why can't you have a safe place where you don't feel like you're bombarded with porn or images or even products that you're like, oh my God, that's not, I, don't, I didn't do, I didn't sign up for that. I always thought it'd be neat if you just had some stuff that was, you know, you could dip your toe in in something, you know, a little bit, like not not figuratively or maybe figuratively, not, li- <laughs> not literally there. But uh, see so yeah, how I get all nervous when I talk about sex because I, my, Christian yeah, background, right. my history makes me feel like I'm, I, you know, I'm a sinner if I even think about sex outside of missionary position or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, and and that just doesn't work, it especially doesn't work in marriage. You, I want to have a vibrant sex life and I want to be able for people to be, and and like I said, for people to be more normal. So when they came on, they wanted to be our sponsor, Adam and he wanted to be a sponsor. I immediately mean, was like, Yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I don't care. And then uh, Joey was like, I don't know. What would yeah. this look like? And you were like, You know what? I don't know. What is it? What does this look like? And it made me question, like, what are we what if we if they were a sponsor what does that mean me endorsing them what do I think and all this stuff? And, and so it popped in my head I was like hey what about marriage supply mm-hmm. that's when you told me they kind of were Kansas
0: okay you have it on pause right now maybe right. we should just run that and run do that store and make that a fun safe place to talk about sex and porn free and you know right. do, do that instead of have a sponsor why don't we just run that as an e-commerce thing and figure out how to do it
1: right and not in a way that like it in a way that maybe we can uh, be educational maybe we can uh make light of ourselves like i hate it when everything's so serious like oh my gosh this is a vibrator or this is a dildo or a, a vibrating <laughs> ring that you put on your penis or what you know all this stuff like it doesn't have to be that serious like it, it's, it's called sex toys for a reason like you're playing you're having fun you're, you're right. cutting up you know you get a little bit of that uh youthful joy in your sex life again it's not meant to be a replacement for anything it's meant to be an ad uh, you know an ad. To enjoyment and it's just a pleasure and excitement.
0: Freedom. You should better have a, you know, like right. no, there's nobody to tell you what to do if you want to. I mean, sex is a playful thing. Right. It's, it's I, toys. I yeah. mean, you know.
1: I just hate that my life, I always was told. And in, in almost that sex was bad. It's it, Stay away from it until you get married, and then when you get married— Even it, when you're married, it's like it's bad still if you right. talk about it or acknowledge right. it. Right, or if you think about it, yeah. you know, or, hey, man, I'd like, you know, like the idea of sex toys for in my marriage even, I was like, oh, I I could never do that. I could never have a sex toy until eventually I was like, oh, wait, it's not I'm, It's not bad. Yeah. This, this isn't anything, and, and also maybe even like— uh, my ego was in there My masculinity All this stuff was wrapped up with my faith And all this stuff to where I just felt so insecure in a way That uh, now my mind is a little bit more free Where I go, whoa Sex can be beautiful and awesome and fun And educational And it really can bring two people together In a way that I think a lot of sites And another, a lot of other places don't bring you together mm-hmm. Marriage Supply offers that That's why I thought it was so cool That's why I have products from Marriage Supply Before we started yep. working now with mm-hmm. them so, I, what we're basically gonna do is just revivemarriagesupply dot com.
0: Get it going. So, if you guys want to go check it out, uh, I guess we're open for Valentine's Day. Right? Yep. we're gonna have a few products going now, and then we'll we'll just see if we can kind of take this brand and and make it work. and Yeah, and,
3: and I, help I would. People
1: out. I would love it if you are uh, planning that special Valentine's Day. Are you gonna? You know, all you folks coming to the BC Con. Uh, we open up Marriage Supply, and it, we have some two boxes that are really cool. It's their intro to toys box, and then a couple's massage box. couple's massage box is really neat because it's, it's just that you can be intimate with your spouse and also actually work out some of the kinks in their back and all kinds of stuff. You get some oil and all this. stuff. So you can go to the site, marriagesupply.com, and check it out. And then the intro to toys, the reason why that is cool is big emphasis on intro. We're not trying to uh, give you something that's going to last and be in your drawer for years. This is an introduction to where you can just – like, like i said dip your toe in oh i want to try something the battery battery's gonna die you're gonna throw this stuff away so you're not stuck with it for the next year or two years like this is a real introduction to see what you like find out what you like this, there's no commitments here this is just a fun way to spice up your valentine's day and uh, you know rekindle a little something cool um okay so we're gonna do some other stuff on the episode today one thing i want to tell everybody is the Matt. Sp- can i say one more thing yeah go ahead one of the biggest reasons I wanted to, you know, take over Marriage Supply, though, is because I want to talk about sex a lot more. <laughs> okay, well, it'll give you more
0: opportunity to talk. Eventually, we'll have sex that, robots. Like, like I had a
1: problem before. You know, right. <laughs> now, now I'm just legitimate. Right. I'm going legit. I, 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 I'm helping to own a company
0: now, so you know I'm legit. Well, we're in the position now when sex robots are available at retail, we might can get them wholesale. Yeah. And then we will be it. selling <laughs> Christian
1: sex bots. We're not there They're yet, Christian sex
0: bots. But we'll be in the position there to uh, to uh, carry that inventory right. this time. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did want to say too for the Bad Christian Conference coming up in Dallas the schedule's up on that, you can go to badchristiancon.com, that schedule is up, and then something else we're we'll to do on the episode today is uh, as a bonus thing, we're going to air a, uh, one of our bonus episodes that the BC Club gets every week, so every week we do a normal episode like this or like we did earlier this week and then we released two extra episodes to the BC club where it's Toby and Joey and I and Riva and we're just kind of hanging out and it's even more informal and more casual than than our you know normal episodes and the BC Club only gets that, and so we're going to air one of those today and show that to you guys and see what you're missing out on. Uh, we had one the other last week that was fun, and we thought it would be a, a good chance to air. And then uh, I think we have some BC Club members that, that come on for an interview at the end of this podcast. But We just wanted to remind you about the Bad Christian Conference. We want to tell you about Marriage Supply. I hope you guys have a, a fun Valentine's Day coming up. Uh, Emory's on the road this week if you want to come see us, and we just wanted to check in and give you all an extra episode this week. All right, we're we'll right back with a Bad Christian bonus episode. It's theBCclub.com. If you want to join, we get two of these extra every week. I'm going to tell you guys about one of my absolute favorite podcast sponsors of all time, and that's stamps.com. I've heard them for years, I've used them for years. Then they became a sponsor. They still sponsor the show. The company is going strong. Everybody everywhere seems to use them, and they're still going, which means some of y'all haven't used stamps.com yet. And let me tell you something else postage rates have gone up. Again, but thankfully, Stamps.com can ease the pain of that a little bit with big discounts off post office retail rates. Okay, with Stamps.com, you save five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. So that kind of savings really does add up, especially for small businesses, people that ship a lot of stuff out. Uh, we use it all the time. We've been using it for years. It's We ship stuff out of Toby's house. Stamps.com is the way to go. And it's totally online, save you time, no more trips to the post office, and the discounts. So it's really good. Stamps.com automatically calculates and prints the exact amount of postage for your need. Every letter, every package you send, you'll never overpay or underpay, because both of those are not good, especially underpay, because it gets kicked back, and you know how it goes. Get it exactly right with Stamps.com. They bring all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your fingertips. You can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail using your computer and printer. That's all there is to it. Stamps.com makes it easy. They'll send you a free digital scale that does that calculation I was talking about. The Stamps.com will even help you decide the best class of mail based on whatever your needs. It'll save you time. It will save you money. And again, anything that you can do at the post office, you can now do from your desk for less. I use stamps.com because they're reliable, they're easy, it saves time, and it saves money. been doing it for years, and right now our listeners can get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and the digital scale. You can see for yourself why over 700,000 small businesses use stamps.com. All you got to do is go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Bad Christian. That's stamps.com Enter bad Christian.
2: That's a long time ago that you were going to aim for Lloyd or Floyd. And your rationale behind that with naming your kid Lloyd or Floyd is that they're not currently cool which means that they're going to eventually have to cycle into kind of a more hip name, but you'll be way ahead of Well, I've
0: revised that strategy because I I think a lot of people, I mean, I used to think that way, but now I think everybody thinks that way, and there's a big backfire effect when people are looking for a name that's not popular, um, that used to be, or an old person's name. Like, that's an easy way to go, to try to go to ground that, it'll be a unique name, but turns out tons of people are having the same impulse as you and you won't know it for five or six years, you know, until they get in school and you realize, oh, there's a bunch of, you know, whatever it is there. Like if you thought of a name as being less than popular now, there's a good chance other people are arriving at that conclusion now. And then you'll find out later that, oh, I wasn't so <laughs> original anyway. So All I right. see I've been seeing that happen a lot. So I've revised that particular strategy because nothing's more embarrassing than looking for a goofy name because you think it's goofy and then it's normal and cheesy anyway. That's that's torture. And I say yeah. this because I hate my name. I just hate it. I feel like the you my want parents me to solve your thing.
3: problem for you, Matt? Yes. Okay. You have George.
0: Uh-huh. You have Jerry. Uh-huh.
3: Now you need Lane.
0: <laughs> oh Lane. Like yeah, that, that could let me get back to that. That's I Lane will consider Carter. that when when I get there. It work? Um Yes, yes. But my strategy would be is like, I don't like my name because it's one of the most common names in 1979, and everybody's named Matt, and I hate it. I mean, it's, I mean, I, th- but it wasn't, there wasn't a ton of Matt's walking around age 25 in 1979 like my mom was. So she didn't <laughs> know any Matt's. She knows hardly any. That's crazy. Right. But, but neither did anybody else, and they all chose Matthew. You know what I mean? It was, it's just, so that was a bad thing if you're named Jeremy or Matthew or Jessica and you're born in 1979. Good luck. You know. So I wish I'd use a middle initial but I think that's pretentious but I'm not going to go around telling people my name's Matt D Carter. I mean <laughs> I don't like that either. So it's that's been difficult. So I'm not worried about people making fun of my kid and calling him that dumb way that people go. We can't name that cuz then the people on the playground will say uh, and whatever that is, that doesn't matter. But right. you don't want to look like a buffoon with who you name your kid. So you just got to go with something that you actually like. And I love the names Floyd, Lloyd, and Ernest. And Goid. Lloyd has two L's in it. I mean, come on. Noid. What about the Noid? <laughs> well, Floyd, <laughs> Floyd and Lloyd are great. And maybe they're going to make a comeback. But I like those names. Um, but the Lloyd's a that, strong name. The name I'm set on is uh, at this moment. And again, my wife won't have this conversation with me. We've discussed, I have a kid coming in a he few just weeks. It causes an argument. That's already here in her stomach, and she won't discuss names. She says she hasn't had time to think about it yet. <laughs> and so we're not, it's not open for discussion. And then everybody else is always trying to tell her name, you know, you know how that is. But I just leave it alone. And we'll figure heart. it out. But I'm angling for the name Gene. That's the Gene. name I'm, that's my front runner right now. Mm-hmm. Gene. G E N Gene Carter. Yeah, so it's another G. Uh it's kind of uh you know, gender fluid in a way that I like, not because I want either any of my children to transition at any point, but I just think it's I've always thought it's cool that when you have a name that could be a boy or a girl's name, I like it. And so that's why I've got Georgia and Geraldine, and then they're called by masculine, you know, names George and Jerry. I like that. Gene kind of goes both ways like that. And Gene, are you kidding me? DNA? Hello.
1: <laughs> oh, genetics, now you're talking, Gene, right. Name him Genetic Carter. (laughs) What what do you think Gene's short for? Genetic. Get over here, genetic. (laughs) That's (laughs) so good. I was going to float
0: Gene across first until she says, Oh, I like Gene. And you can call him, you know. So I call Georgia Big G. I call Jerry Little G. But now I have a micro G. Micro G. Which is short for Genetic Carter. (laughs)
3: <laughs> A little genetic card. <laughs> if I can get her to approve
0: Gene, I can see if it can be that. Or it's Eugene, which, Ooh. oh my gosh, Eugene is unbelievable too. You had to admit.
3: That is yeah, cool. You can still is call cool. him
0: Gene if his name is Eugene. So unbelievable. Right. I mean, yeah. so that, those are the areas that I'm really leaning towards. Now, my previous plan was to have another girl third. And if I was having another girl third, I was going to name her Elaine. Yep. Uh, and then I'd have George, Jerry, and Elaine, which would set up the forcible thing where we would then have to have another kid and have to have be a boy and we could name him cosmo but that's <laughs> not going to happen so i'm not going to preemptively go cosmo here and bet on some elaine you know so right. I, and I, cosmo is not a it, you know that would only work if you had the whole thing and it was kind of like oh, okay we've got to do cosmo so i'm not going cosmo here so that's kind of off but reva just offered a really good suggestion she said if i call this boy lane yeah, is mm-hmm. that satisfy that? So I've got George, George Jerry, Jerry Lane. Lane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, pretty close. So yeah. I'll float it. Sometimes I don't. They call I'm not a big Lane fan of that name.
1: Yeah, yes. they call her Lane. Lane
0: Laney. Now you I could go,
1: uh, and this would be, you know, I don't think maybe this name is going to catch on too. Instead of Elaine, you could do Alain, like Alain Musk, and then mm-hmm. you got George True. Jerry and Alain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that one too. I'll float it. <laughs> so um, Matt, that's right. Matt, is it? Good.
2: Matt, is I don't it like true, Lane Kiffin, and I don't, I don't like the name right, Lane, Lane that much. Matt, is it true that some some basis for multiverses or 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 some manifestation of multiverses would like say in a song like extra verses in a song would say yeah. would say that Matt has every oh, like tired. there's there's so many universes that there's a Matt in every one of them and every single name in the history of the world is representative by different kids from different mats on different, because there's almost like... It, it, isn't, that, isn't that a something? that That's like, a possible thing that you could speculate about. I thought about that, the that
0: many idea of un, infinity
1: but, universes is gone. I thought there's like, now there's like nine or eleven potential those are, universes. You're talking unlimited. about
0: dimensions, though. That's string theory, which is dimensionality. The many worlds theories is a consequence of quantum mechanics, suggests strongly that there are many or infinite universes. And that's hard to... I mean, do you want to do... Is this what you want to talk about?
2: I actually would because I don't understand I can, why there would be can, a Matt but. in every single one of them anyway. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Now you got him on fire. I mean, got, it, I mean, do you want me to try? I would like for you to try, yes. It's very interesting. And okay. does does Interstellar have anything to do with it? Like the stuff that they showed with Matt? Them, this, we're, preparing Matt we're, we're preparing Matt. We're preparing Matt.
1: We're preparing Matt right now. Uh, seven years from now. Little genetic gonna come up, did it was quantum theory. <laughs> get down from that counter, genetic. Get out of here, genetic. <laughs> genetic, get over here. I
3: love it.
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> There's so many good jokes to be had there. Anyway, back know. to the many worlds interpretation of quantum physics. So, um, so it turns out that. Quantum mechanics, but see, it's, I don't know where to start or how much background to do here. If you really want me to try here, and I'm so not saying I, I I'll do want to know though that.
2: So but. some people do think that there's a world where Matt has ten kids, nine kids, Kinda. eight kids, seven. Not exactly.
0: That's not the best way to think about it. But
2: nine maybe. black kids, eight white kids. Well, one eight. I mean, every single scenario. There's people that believe that.
0: It's not. It's not exactly the way you think, but it's, it's probably not... <laughs> it's the definition of the term universe is kind of where it gets hung up. Because when you think of universe, you mean everything that could possibly exist is in the universe. Right. But right. that's not the, really the definition of a universe. Oh. It's everything that can be reached or known from here to us. So there are things in this universe... That you would think is this universe that are out technically out of grasp for us all time. Like, for instance, you'd have to travel faster than the speed of light to reach some parts of what you would call the universe. But you can't travel that fast, and it's receding far from us faster than the speed of light. So it's not in our accessible world, but it does exist. Yeah. So saying universe is it doesn't really mean everything that there is so um string theory is a, d- a different approach but it helps you get your mind around the idea of dimensionality like oh it might the other multiverses are maybe right here also but we're not we can't they're in another bubble of uh okay so I'm about to get back to quantum so in quantum theory you know there's a bunch of strangities, irregularities like superpositions where an electrons in two places at once stuff like that does that make sense? Like yeah, I know. that I've heard and, and you, the two you,
1: electrons in the same place. Yeah, yes. and
0: they have quantum entanglement, and they've gone right. two, through two slits, the double slit this way or that way. And in some right. experiments, you can make photons go through both slits at the same time, and the math works, and it totally I, I did checks that one out, night. And, uh, and it's very functional. After a show. <laughs> <laughs> so since there's those implications of stuff like that, the, the mathematical description and interpretation it works best. The theory most works well when you, when you forget the conceptual of what does it mean that there's other things and just say, oh, it appears that this electron is in two different universes at the same time, two different perspectives, two different dimensions, and it behaves this way. It doesn't mean that it traveled a billion miles away to another universe and back. It means that there were kind of two potential realities at one point that were both existing at the same time that split off from each other. And then after they were observed or measured, that function collapsed, and now we're only
2: looking at one thing. It's so like inside out, like these memories being in these like gigantic marbles, and they can be split up. The what? You know that movie Inside Out? Have you seen that? The yeah,
0: no, I mean that's going to distract me here.
2: But um, those big marbles, I don't know. Um, with different memories, they go through different lands and stuff.
0: Maybe, maybe, yeah. But <laughs> the 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 thing is that. It, the other universes are, are maybe here also, in the same kind of physical space. But there are other probabilistic interpretations, and su- like you're one electron in the model of there's a superposition where it's in two places at once. So it's also somewhere else in, in a way. That's the other universe, though.
2: I mean, I, I, I think that it probably has and a the little bit more to do kind of with verifies my verifies that. I think it's more to do with my unintelligence but partly I don't think you're doing a good job I,
3: <laughs> well, I, either way it's, I it's don't It's a lot understand. harder
0: to explain than that but it's not what you are in picturing is not the claim that people are making exactly it's a okay. lot more complicated than that and there's a debate with physicists and I'm not able to understand or explain this I'm just doing the best I can um but it's there's a debate with them whether or not we should be able to con- mentally, like we have no ability to conceive of things we can't conceive of, right? That, you can right. understand that, that there's more, to, more than our brains are possibly able to understand about an in infinity or uh, something like that. Now, the math tells us that that exists, but there's not somebody out there that goes, yeah, yeah, I totally get it. That doesn't exist. And so many people think, well, we need to f- work on the theory so that it makes sense to us. And they want to try to put all these interpretations on it. And then there's the people that are just pure... <laughs> Like mathematician, the people that lean harder into the math and just go, Well, look, the fact that we can't understand it doesn't mean it's not true. And yeah. this is what the math says. So we're going to say that is what is. And then we're going to continue to run experiments and do our thing and use this to make predictions. And it's the best theory we've got. The theory seems to imply that there are many worlds that divide in a wave function that sometimes collapse into a, you know, what we call this reality that we're able to observe from where you are. But maybe just thinking of it as multidimensional could help you a little bit in that regard. Um, But yes, in theory, and they get into things where there's different kinds of infinity, like larger and smaller infinities. I mean, it's very complicated, but it's born out of math that seems to work, make predictions, and verify itself. And what can we do about the fact that we don't know how to conceive of it mentally? That's not Mm. really the math
1: problem is the way that that works. Joey, for (laughs) $1,000, $1,000, okay? Would you go back and listen to this audio and memorize it and everything that Matt just said, use it during response time and see if you can get people to come down and give their life to the Lord for (laughs)
2: $1,000,
1: $10,000. I want you to say this. I want you to go, you know, the music's playing in the background, you know, the pads playing, you know, it appears sometimes that a photon can be in two places at one time. (laughs) I don't know. They're, they're both existing at the same time. I'm not sure, but, uh, Maybe that's when Jesus enters this reality, just like a wave form that,
2: when the wave oh, function oh, just, collapses. just like a wave function collapses, so <laughs> so will your fear and doubt. <laughs> and just like an electron can, bli- oh, can be in two places at one, mm-hmm. sometimes your trust can be in God and other things at the same time. Stephen Burdick yeah. would want to use that. <laughs> he, one that. One of the things
0: that one of the things that photon is the observer effect. So to observe. A photon in a certain thing causes the waveform to collapse, and your uh, your measurement of the photon changes the situation inextricably. There's a principle there. I don't remember what that's called, uh, whatever. But you, the observation changes the existence, and yeah. the measurement changes its existence. So you, we're kind of locked into this yeah. universe. That's, w- that's what I mean. We're not able to enter... The unobserved part to see it for what it really is, this yeah. is just what we see, but it's a deeper reality here that's happening
1: yeah that we are I'll give you an example Joey. it's like it's like me watching and being a part of my marriage I'm causing it to explode and implode
0: yeah yeah without me in it <laughs>
1: I'm the observer and the the actual person in in it
0: but it's not like you know people use quantum theory to go, and that's why and they, the spiritualists and the gurus and all the people they, they abuse that mysteriousness that's just kind of a mathematical thing that physicists and mathematicians can kind of accept and move on or, or deal with or wait until we get a better theory that works better. We ain't got one now. In fact, Einstein re- tried as hard as he could to reject it. And there was some some outcomes of uh, quantum mechanics and things like that that caused him to put back in. It, okay, this is actually really cool, if you'll allow me one more second. It sounds like it. <laughs> Einstein did relativity, which is the biggest thing ever, and he's super famous and everything. He basically had stumbled into and had almost had basically had quantum physics cracked too, but he didn't buy that shit. He thought that wasn't great. But some of his relativity didn't really work out. So he added this thing called the cosmological constant in his formula. He had this elegant, beautiful formula of relativity, but it didn't quite work out. So he added something called the cosmological constant that made up for it, that made the whole thing kind of work. He, meanwhile, rejected the many-worlds interpretation in quantum physics. Then when they really figured out all that stuff and then added it back to the theory— He was able able to get rid of the cause. I'm not saying this is exactly right, but then he was able to, that that wasn't necessary. If he had leaned into that mystery, he would have also probably been credited more so with quantum mechanics. He had it right there. And Einstein considered that the biggest blunder of his career. Wow. Because he had the same Hmm. problem you did. And it's like, that can't be. Right. Warped space time, I can understand. That I get. That I own. That I thought of. I can get it. It's like a bent. Like he did that. And, it, and unbelievably so. It was the implications of the math and the speed of light that told him that must be true, that space time can be curved. And he was able to get there. Quantum theory, a bridge too far for concept thinking in many worlds. He goes, oh, I must have something wrong here. That's what he, you know what I mean? Like, well, that can't be true. Turns so out my- it is, though.
2: Matt, you're kind of a a post-life agnostic, too. You don't seem to have too many thoughts on it. And, you you know, I like to use my imagination and go really far into it.
0: Nobody calls it the afterlife anymore. It's now called the post-life.
2: Oh, yeah, afterlife. That's right. But uh, do you think that there will be some sort of enlightenment? Like, especially when you say stuff like there are things that our brain is not even made to be able to process. Do you think some of that processing will be able to happen in the afterlife? Like, do you think there'll be some sort I mean, of a deeper I, level of
0: awareness? I mean, that that is very much closer to my ideal form of heaven would be deeper understanding of the universe you know and you know like i have no interest in the the normal biblically described heaven it doesn't make a lick of sense to me but to reach enlightenment i'm not trying to say spiritually but like to understand things that i'm not able to understand about how things really work if you hadn't noticed i'm down here trying to figure out how shit works all the time that's what i like so to to be able to I i think that's what's behind a lot of scientists it's like could we understand beyond like that's the impulse That's my biggest hope would be I gain understanding beyond. But my sense is technology, AI, computers, smarter people than me, genetically modified people, turbocharged brains in multi-generations from now will be understanding and experiencing this whole weird information flow that will be blissful and un- Unbelievable, and I'll be just left out of it, just simply unable to comprehend what's going on up there. Mm. The way that ants don't get a lot of meaning out of beautiful song lyrics. Right. They can hear it. Yeah. They have hearing, but there's no meaning for them because it's so far beyond their mental ability for conceptual understanding that they don't think art is beautiful or that it's neat w- the way the sun rises or anything like that and so it will be with the the ai and the machines and the super beings of the future they'll be living in a reality that's just so exciting and i will we'll be left out of it
2: we won't be so able tell to tell me it. where are you leaning more it looks like now a bunch
0: if- of light flowing around in cables to you you just go i don't know what they're doing but seems like it's important. And there'd be meaning and the whole universe may be populated with meaning and intelligent creatures on a roll. that we're we just don't can't keep up with.
2: Yeah. So that's Toby, that's kind of more of a
0: hellscape. But I hope
2: I die and get to know everything. <laughs> that is what I want. Toby, what are you leaning more towards nowadays? Like a dirt nap or some sort of an afterlife? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like what know. what do you desire and what do you really think? I I mean I d I don't think heaven is that hard to I, I mean, you don't really want to know. I mean, I'm I'm a a I mean
1: one percent of this would be a lot, but I might be more than one percent that I will realize that this is a simulation and that I move <laughs> into a different thing, and then like there's a chance that this is all not real, and somehow like like the matrix in, a, in effect, I wake up from it and go, oh that's what it is not that not that it's necessarily bad or that I could do anything about it that's yeah, you know, but I just i mean I don't like the idea it, it does seem bizarre to me that. I have to die in this body, in this brain, and then I do become something else. That That's what weirds me out sometimes with that thought. Like, what's the, the other thing? Why oh, do I don't have to – maybe death is an actual transition, just like coming being formed in the womb and coming out of the – the vaginal canal or whatever, but I just I don't know. It seems it does seem <laughs> kind of Why bizarre. You just say,
2: come out vaginal Why? canal. Why you it's called Birthed.
1: Oh, Matt can say uh, probabilistic possibilities. I say vaginal canal. I'm a fucking dickhead. <laughs> I'm just fuck saying y'all. Vagi- fuck y'all. I say one thing that is correct, and I'm a fucking idiot. I get it. I'm a fucking <laughs> moron. He uses this highest technical term he can come up with: a vaginal canal. It's
0: not. Well, it's not you- just
2: the v- the vagina. You just the didn't front. need to say vaginal. I you liked
1: it. <laughs> it's the right thing to say. The baby comes to the vaginal canal. That's right.
2: Hey, do you remember when Ruby came out of Jessica's vaginal canal? Uh, it was such a beautiful day. <laughs> Why would anybody say that? Man, hey, we celebrated Waylon's uh, six-year anniversary of him coming out of Priscilla's vaginal canal. <laughs> well, birth canal, I know, but I mean, I mean, I'm not saying this
0: wrong. I appreciate it. I like it, but uh, I, I, uh, I think I'm going to update the name list. Then we we'll just go. How about we just go with Quantum Carter?
2: Quantum Carter. <laughs> uh. It's That's either gene good. or quantum. Hey, I do have a th- I do have an extra theory about heaven. So I I actually do. The think... The
1: vagina is an elastic muscular <laughs> canal with soft again, flexible Nate. lining that provides lubrication and sensation. <laughs> what 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 point are you making exactly? Virgil was still the biggest thing in your mom's vagina. He was bigger than you. Whole. <laughs> How much did you weigh?
2: I was actually. Um, a good nine pounds. Yeah.
1: Virgil destroyed that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do have a theory about heaven. So I actually do think heaven is pretty much. Wait, Hold s- on.
1: You have a theory about heaven? Whoa. What? Yeah. Where did whole, the hell did that come depresses. from? My well, God, I have
2: a lot of theories, but this is a rather new one. So you're so, getting a
1: blow job and having anal sex. <laughs> what next? It's
2: all, with, it's all to his glory. With any, all to his glory. any period of history. <laughs>
1: I just now, feel bad for the people that don't get to have sex with you at, at all times in heaven. Yeah. That's how you know <laughs> it's not fair. I know. That's how it can't be true. Wait a minute. I'm not getting to have sex with Joey.
2: No, but it, it is could this be- It's supposed to be heaven. It could be a very sophisticated hologram of that person.
0: No. All you got to do is adopt the many heavens construct of quantum physics. That's right. and You're right, the problem.
2: Joey. There are, there's but enough
0: joeys in heaven to go around. That's all. Here's my Heaven versus.
2: Here's my theory. It's like, you think of e- when you think of eternity, you're just like I don't even know That's what right. my brain can do with that. But can you imagine Toby getting yep. in some sort of like a uh, vaginal a, canal of super comfortable oh, shit. <laughs> cubby, uh, like a coffin almost? Oh yeah, but, but it feels good. There's beautiful music. Mm. It even gives you like a euphoric high when you're in <laughs> when you're in it. But basically, you get to lay down in that. And you get to click a few buttons and tell a program how long you want to be in a sleep-like state. And you can literally do 50 years, a million years. You can do one year, five hours, but you can program, just say, you know what? I'm done with heaven for a while. It's just over the top, unbelievably fun, but I just already
1: just kind of passed it.
2: I've just had enough fun for a million years. I want to take a 5,000 year break. I just want. Like, wouldn't it be cool to have that option right now to take a break? Just take a yeah. break?
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to abandon all that shit I was talking about before. I'm with you.
1: <laughs> That's more compelling. So, wait, heaven is unbelievable. You have unlimited sex. You can rewind history. You it's can not that m- simple. You, you can solve be the-, the problem. You, be 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 you can be through a hurricane. It has a You can be in a hurricane out. and watch the devastation. But yeah, sometimes it's just like, hey, eh. <laughs> You just hit pause. I wish there was like a pod. Yeah. Where I could go to nothingness. <laughs> naps. What, hold on. Do you hear what you just said? What yeah. you said was, in all of heaven's glory and how awesome it is. Still, nothingness still seems can appealing. I yeah. Can I get it? Right. Can no, I please at least no, take no, some dirt no, naps no, for five thousand years. Just once
0: nothingness. In a while? I'm sorry. Or you if can't get away with calling that nothingness. It's the better thing.
2: You yeah. can't. You can't yes, get you away can. with calling that nothingness because you're going into it with the expectation of rest. And knowing that you are going to come out of it, so it's like a whole experience. Okay, nothingness but is when I, there you know would what never you just be called? anything.
1: You know what you just what you just did? It's called Christianity. You go into it with the expectation that, that you are going to wake up in a grand heaven, but guess what? You just don't. That, that, that's what you just described. Every every Christian believes they're going to. That's what they're in a pod right now, away from heaven, and then they're going to wake up and go to heaven. But but it's just not. It, but you also. The the idea of nothingness is is appealing. Like there's yeah. nothing. Yeah, he's it's still not that bad. bad. Yeah, it used to sound scary, for it all but. to
0: be over is what is what Toby's saying. He says you're still oh, well, out there I, I, expressing a longing list for existence to end. Yeah, for I mean, even in heaven, you're like I mean, ah, you just okay, want to get I, out of jail free card that you can. I mean, come back if you wanted, if to.
2: someone if someone proved to me that when I die, it's over, lights out, dirt food. Uh I don't dirt food. <laughs> Dirt Light nap, food. dirt food. I don't warm I think food. it would take a while to adjust my mind to that, but I think I could eventually get over it only f- only from the standpoint of I'm not going to care once I die. How like. yeah,
0: how many years of dirt nap?
1: <laughs> Holy.
2: Yeah, you, you
0: got to, to lot to get used to it. How long does it take you to get used to not existing? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get used to it this this fucking sucks, not existing, but well it's been an eon or two. I'm about used to it
2: <sighs> i hey, I tell you what though y'all mark my words. I want y'all to remember this moment. There is going to be a day where I'm gonna look right into y'all's eyes with a big old smile and I'm gonna give y'all hugs and have I sex told- with us. <laughs> no. <laughs> And and I'm gonna say I told y'all it was gonna be this good. Like I told y'all, y'all just didn't whisper believe. it in my ear as yeah, you penetrate
1: do. me. No guilt with your perfect, no. perfect. You can, you can do what you redeemed, you. winner. <laughs> Joey's redeemed winner. That's that's heaven for me. He's gonna look me in the eye and whisper, "Told you," and then he's gonna insert himself into me, <laughs> Shut and up. She- and I'm gonna get pregnant, <laughs> heavenly pregnant by Joey, because you can in heaven. Why couldn't you? Everybody can. You can do you don't anything like it, in him.
2: Awesome. Oh my goodness! Good stuff. All right, so you were just listening to "Less Than An Exit." It's a new song from a new solid state band called The Drowned God. Their debut solid state album came out the 25th of January, and it's called "I'll Always Be the Same." So, if you're into bands like Pianos Become the Teeth, Def Haven, and Norma Jean, this is a band that you're definitely going to want to check out. Uh, they're from Philly. Uh, they have another great album that came out in 2017 called Moonbearer. So head over to iTunes and buy this new album. I'll always be the same. Or head over to Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you stream your music and listen to the record in full now. So uh, Spotify and Apple Music also make sure to follow their profiles so you don't miss any news or music. So two albums, the brand new The Drowned God, and the 2017 release I'll always be the same they're both out now go dig it this band is awesome
3: Give it to you. If I could, I'd be
0: All right, let's do our segment with the BC Club All-In member. So we'll give, you know, again, we like to give them the opportunity to come on here and, and gripe and complain and not just have to pat us on the back or something like that. It's almost too self-indulgent for us. And, we, we, just, and we, we, have just,
2: we just finished up an episode on all of us being pacifists. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> well, um so we have a bc club m- member that's been around for a long time and i've done some different stuff with him. we used to do some break it down stuff but this is jordan and the interesting thing about jordan is he is military and deployed as we speak so jordan can you see us and hear us right now where you are
3: yeah yeah i can see you hear you
0: that's kind of amazing my grandma would never be able to understand that when i call her from seattle she goes sounds like you're right here how are you how, how does that work but you <laughs> look right, so- like you're right here with anybody else tell us where you are jordan in the world than doing. Jordan, what? are
1: you on the Jordan Rimmer? <laughs>
3: this is Joey.
2: <laughs> hey, real quick, before you answer that, what is the percent chance? Like, if you had to put a number to it, Jordan? don't
1: ask this question. I I'm going to
2: ask. Know. What is the chance that right now, as we are talking, you become under enemy fire and say, "Gotta go, guys." Uh, so I'll
3: give kind of two answers for that one if uh if it's like indirect fire and stuff that stuff happens randomly all the time uh so there's you, you get know, off the podcast you shot fire. Fire. oh god that's awful though. not so much shots fired but like rockets mortars that come in uh and yep. you'll hear you'll probably hear it it'll be a big so um, you're used to that, that. uh <laughs> yeah especially especially the place i i'm at uh, it's nicknamed uh rocket city um,
0: good lord my now i know gosh. joey wanted to go in with the horror question there but i still am kind of hung up on the original question which is where are you <laughs> yeah <laughs> i got you so,
3: actually, i uh i i've spent my pretty much my the majority of my deployment at camp Dalkey in afghanistan uh but right now i'm currently in uh bagram afghanistan just doing a uh coming up here to it's it's where our headquarters is and stuff and I'm I'm you know, knocking out an evaluation with uh with my standardization pilot, so I'm just here for a little bit visiting.
2: <laughs> now what, what do you what do you think in your head when you hear someone say that our country starts wars because of a desire to get more rich? Like, how do you process that information? Do you, like, do you engage in those sorts of thoughts? Or you, you don't totally have to separate? engage in political
0: discussion,
2: <laughs> opinion, while deployed on that right the internet now. if you don't I'm like just, to. That either. was a joke. That was a joke.
0: Well, it may, maybe he does want to I – mean, it's okay either way. I'm saying it. I would love to give – if you, you a service member who we respect and appreciate and are so yeah. thankful for, I would be very happy to give you the platform to say anything that you did want oh, to heck say. Yeah. On the other hand, you ain't got to talk about nothing like that. Yeah, if you don't you know, want
1: to. Joey's two questions to someone who's serving our country is, hey, are you about to die right now? And the next question is, how important is bad Christian to you while you're over there?
0: Right. <laughs> I can't believe he didn't just ask the plain question that they get all the time. Have you ever killed anybody? <laughs> I mean, that's got to be the worst. Don't ask that question.
2: I'm not. I, hey, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm a little I'm a little giddy. I was telling the guys that I'm kind of in a a better place in life. So I'm really having a fun time. I really do respect the military. So thank you for your services.
3: I appreciate that. <laughs> Can yeah, I ask a question? I, I, what is Afghanistan
1: like? Like, what is it what, what is like when you wake up? Is it all sand and giant uh, uh, animals or uh, uh, spiders? And all? <laughs> I mean, what, when you wake up in the morning, is it unbelievably high? What is, what is it like, really?
3: Uh, so Afghanistan is actually really mountainous. Um, mountains are a big factor uh, as far as, like, me being a pilot. But uh, it's really mountainous, and right now it's December, so it's really cold uh i just stepped Dude. outside or came back from being outside and uh it was pretty cold out there so it gets cold uh and like what, what yeah. kind of cold
2: like below freezing
3: uh i mean it, yeah it can be yeah. uh, i think we're projected to get you know minus 2 celsius
2: how long have you been out there
3: uh so i've been out here since june so
2: dang and at, what's been your longest deployment ever
3: It'll be probably between my first one uh, back in oh eight oh nine and this one. These will That's be my August nine month rotations, yeah. which isn't bad compared to you know some of the guys I've talked to that you know came over in like oh three oh four or whatever and had to stay fifteen months. So
2: yeah, so we so we know that you like this podcast. But yeah. what, what did you bring something to the table that we've said in the past that you didn't like, or a quirk of one of ours that you don't like, or just kind of any negative, uh, or not not negative, constructive criticism, or you can be super negative.
3: I no, yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of things I do and 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 don't agree with, and I I, I find a lot of that valuable uh, between. All, all three of you, you know, you'll you'll say different things that I'll either get super on board with or, or not. I was telling, you know, Reva that you know, uh, the whole agreement requirement syndrome uh, that Matt brought up uh, recently actually re- really resonated with, with me a lot because I, I find myself struggling with uh, that sort of concept uh, yeah. to begin with, not, not only in, like, kind of the, you know, civilian side with, you know, my friends and uh, – just society in general, but, uh, also in the military too. Yeah, um, I, 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 see that, you know, kind of that inherent need to, uh, ag- ag- you know, agree with, with what people are saying because people it's, it's not so much about what the thing is about. It's, it's who's saying it mm-hmm. and kind of, it, it's not, it's not that you care about the subject or anything. It's more about like, almost this acceptance, you know, of of, social alignment. I'm with this group, and Mm -hmm. and so, like, I'm, you know, it's like you you care more about belonging rather than.
2: Yeah, and what's what's crazy, too, is I think the biggest group are the people that don't want to be in any group. That's my guess. If I had to guess, I would say most people are the ones that are saying, I don't want to be a part of that but i think the ones that have the biggest voice are the extremes because that's who we all want to listen to like that those are the interesting people you know or and 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 the people that are like us that people want to listen to i guess they just had to do something different to <laughs> to get their name out because they don't have those extreme or maybe they're extreme and not wanting to be extreme but it's uh yeah it's crazy Jordan, it seems
0: to me that the deployment is a different animal than it used to be with technology. You've been able to Google chat with us and listen to podcasts and stuff like that. And I wonder if that is a double-edged sword as far as – um, like, that's great in a lot of ways, but then having to be connected – also, and with Ooh, the way people think about stuff, and you know, you probably can actively find people saying bad stuff about our country or the military and things that you're doing if while you're over there serving, I, I can imagine that's that, unpleasant, Matt.
2: Matt, that really is crazy. Like, I think about Jordan, and I, then I think about my dad. Like, my dad literally went to a whole different world no accountability, no very little communication except for snail mail. And Jordan can talk to his family anytime he wants. That's crazy how is that jordan
3: yeah i mean so my first deployment was i pretty much yeah 2008 december 2008 10 years ago was what i left for my first appointment and just even between that 10 years the amount of technology and the amount that i've been able to communicate and and get you know connected with people back home has just changed drastically like i right, uh even the internet quality even has gotten better. There's no way I would be able to do this 10 years ago. You know, this is my first appointment where I've like, I I don't have phone service per se, but I use my phone all the time. You know, I hop on Instagram or Facebook. uh, I engage in the club uh, Uh all the time whenever I happen to pop on my phone. And that's, you know, I think about back, you know, 08, 09, uh, whenever I had a chance to find a computer that had internet access, I could go to, facebook.com and spend 30 minutes and now it's pretty much you know whenever i want to pull it up i don't know if that's good or bad you know sometimes it's easier i guess in a sense where if you're not so connected you don't think about it as much yeah uh sometimes i think maybe it's a little bit harder having so much connectivity Mm -hmm. and seeing like just how much you're really missing you know back in the states and everything that your friends are doing and stuff for me
0: i would just think with this little stuff that goes on if somebody bickers on a facebook post or even in the bc club yeah that must seem so petty to you like you i'm on your phone you go on there and he's mad about this because she said what and i'm here doing this like that seems like a, so dissonant to me
3: yeah i i think i ha end up i i have a little you know group chat with uh tyranny and Mary Beth. Mm-hmm. you know both of the club and stuff and Mm -hmm. usually I'll go to them to kind of vent about things uh rather than the club because that exact thing for me it's really tough seeing a lot of the things that people get hung up on that just seems so petty and stupid to me but that's only because I have a different perspective so I don't necessarily want to you know go off off the rails on somebody uh just because I think they're you know being childish or petty but at the wait same a minute! Time. Wait a minute! You're
1: telling me you use discipline and you don't immediately express your thoughts on social media? It would like that is a, you're the
2: only
1: person and you're not even on uh, U.S. soil that does that. Well, it.
3: It takes
0: military-like discipline to achieve such a thing as not posting immediately what you feel. That's why it takes something like boot camp to get you to that mental space.
3: I mean, it might have it might be coming with age too. I'm getting old.
2: There you go. Getting wiser, getting wiser. Well, dude, this, this is this. Oh, go ahead, Toby. Well, I
3: was just going to say, you said you're a pilot, Jordan? Yeah, I'm actually a, a medevac pilot. That's, so that's, 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 that's what easy, I do here. Yeah, that's,
2: that's easy, pretty easy, cool, easy. man. Yeah, well, well, it, it we seems
0: like, like you're doing some, some some real stuff. I saw you posted recently about an a incident that you were involved in there, and I want to say sorry about that, it seemed like. You know that, that the life you're living over there and stuff you're doing is, is real stuff i i mean you know, I hope everybody acknowledges that is there some is there anything about being the military and the way military is perceived these days a misconception that while we do have you here that you'd like to clear up or anything you do want to say
3: um yeah, I don't, I, don't, I think I think it's important and good for everyone to have their own opinions about things, and and especially if they disagree with the government or whatever. But just realize that uh, you know most of the people in the military, you know, they do this because they really care about uh, their friends, their family, and stuff. It it's it feels good to know that hey, I'm doing this so you know my buddy's back in the states. You know, they can just keep doing their thing and living their lives and stuff, and I, I'm just playing my part. Uh, and I think that's probably the most important thing if you can at least recognize that and just know that most guys are trying to trying to serve trying to- serve their country in the best way they possibly can, and that you know however that turns out as far as you know where the government leads us you know that's that's up to them
0: yeah well probably. i you know like i c like I can say for all of us for sure, thank you so much for your service, we support you entirely, you know and that means. Even more, you know, that you're a supporter of, of what we do in turn then, coming from where you are and what you're doing and keeping connected to us and giving that perspective, I, I really value that, just knowing there's somebody that I see, engage with on social media, know over here doing that. It's The whole thing is pretty big, um, the, the way I see it, and all connected. So it, it really is interesting. Thank you for being a part of the BC Club and, and contributing to, to that community. We, we value it very much, Jordan
2: thanks Jordan thanks man good talking to you
0: thank
3: you take care dude yeah, take care bye
0: okay and that is uh, Jordan that was really neat to be able to connect with him and that is thebcclub.com if you would like to join uh, become a member join our Facebook group stuff like that thebcclub.com that's all I got fellas me too peace
1: see y'all